Hey, good morning. This is Dave Dooley, and we are back for our, our second session of Dooley Noted, our new podcast we're starting. And today I have the opportunity to have Mayor Al Boss with us. He's the mayor of our city here in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. And Al, great to have you today. Good morning, Dave. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to be the second one selected. Yeah, so. you're, 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 you're right at the top, man. Right. I would say a guinea pig, but we'll just say an <laughs> honor to have you. Right. Well, thank you so much. It's so, an honor to be here. Yeah. So this, you've been a mayor how long now? Well, I am uh, on my second year. Let me let me think real quick. Uh, Eighteen months, nineteen okay. months. So I'm knee deep in it. All now. right. Very good. So, so your first year was pretty good. Mm-hmm. We and had then the first year. And then about six months ago, something <laughs> changed. So right. tell me about these last six months, man. Well, doing what you're doing. It's been challenging. Uh, it's been draining, uh, just like on all of us. You mm-hmm. know, COVID has uh, really caused us all to do a lot of self-evaluation, see where we're at. Um, we, we've got one of two ways, I say, of approaching the challenges that are in front of us. Either we do that with a positive attitude or, you know, we let it defeat us. And, you know, I'm not the type to, uh, to let something keep me down for long. So um, I've just tried to make the best of a bad situation. We had a great first year here as mayor. I was very fortunate to uh, come in after a mayor who had served for 20 years and had done a great job for our community and and our Mm -hmm. city. So I was set up for success and we really had a good first year trying to initiate a lot of the the ideas and policies that that you know I came in that were in, that I brought in with me that were important to me. Right, very good. Um, but obviously, COVID has been very challenging, and it's uh, it's been tough because it's delayed the plans we've had in place. But uh, at the same time, it's caused us to you know step back and reevaluate and say, what are we working on? Is this important? Is this something that we need to? Uh, do now or is this something that we could put off till later sure so what have you personally learned through this time you're like where do I start right (laughs) (laughs) I've learned a lot about COVID that's for sure Um, I've learned uh, you know I've learned it's really let me know how important community is Um, Mm -hmm. I've always known we've had a great community and you know I'm surrounded by excellence here in this community I can't do anything alone Uh, my success is because of the the excellent people that I have around me Um, but I've learned that we have such a giving community Um, and and the challenges that we faced we've got through this tough time because there's so many people in this community that have uh, just stepped up, and particularly the churches. Right. I know you, early on during COVID, um, you know, I was leaning on you trying to figure out how we could um, use your church to help solve our problem with child care. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all the pastors in this community, um, you know, really continually reach out to me and say, how can we help? And so I think, you know, I've learned that we've, it, it's just helped me appreciate how good, how good of a community we have here, how strong our churches are, how they have stepped up to solve problems that government can't. Sure. And I am so appreciative of that. And I've also learned a little bit of patience, yeah. um, you know, and, and I think, you know, that's something that we, we can't solve the problems that are in front of us uh, in one day, in one week, in one month. We have to uh, just kind of keep keep in mind that we will get through tough times we will get through this tough time 
um, but be patient. Don't rush mm -hmm. anything and let's do things the right way. I say one of my favorite sayings, and I picked that up when I was in the Marine Corps, was brilliance in the basics. And if you I do like all the little basic things brilliantly, then all the big things work out. Right. Uh, like so it. sometimes you just take that step back and say, sure. let's do the basic things brilliantly and the big things will work out. You're right. I like it. Great, great statement. You can borrow that. If <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> I, I will give you credit. I have okay. to now because it's recorded. That's right. <laughs> uh, funny. So I know you talked about community coming together uh, and we've seen mm -hmm. that. And I've seen it just from our own churches and other churches in town. And, and you get to know people through this and you see the good and the bad come out. Uh, you've had to make a lot of decisions, some good decisions, tough decisions. What's probably one of the tougher decisions you guys have had to make through this? Gosh. Which I one, think, right? <laughs> yeah, with, where do I start? Um, we've had a lot of tough decisions. I think, um, you know, the toughest decision, I think, has been, for me, um, and I hate we don't need dead air there. But oh, think, that's okay. Yeah, one of the toughest <laughs> things for me, I think, as, as I look back, is that we know what we've got to do. And uh, I kind of mentioned patience. It's been tough to not try to rush us back into a sense of normal or to get us back to, we use the term new normal, it's our mm -hmm. new normal. But to be patient, you know, we'll see a week or two where our cases. Uh, where we don't have many positive cases and we start thinking we're we're at the finish line we're almost through this and then you know we get uh, brought back to reality with uh, 15 or 20 cases a week you right. know for a community like ours that's a lot right. so I, I think you know that's been one of the toughest things for me myself is to not get too excited to not get to push the envelope and say okay things are looking better let's start opening things back up um, you know, the the slow, systematic approach we've taken to reopening has been the right one, in sure. my opinion. But, you know, we've, and we've got to continue to do that. We've got to continue to try new things, and we've got to continue to provide more things for the community to do, but all in good time. And, and so I think that's been my biggest challenge, and the toughest decisions is to sometimes stop or slow down processes and just say, we just need to take our time here and, and everything will work out. And it has, despite the challenges we've had sure. in the past six months, we're in a very good place here compared to a lot of other communities around the state. Sure, and I see that. I mean, just what I see for a community and what you see around and the stories you hear about other places, I'm very blessed. Right. You know, there's that yeah. old song years ago, one day at a time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cliche, but it really is. That's right. It's one day at a time is what you can do. So That, that song will be in my head all day. <laughs> You'll be so, singing yeah. everything Thank you Thank you. Do. That's right. <laughs> you gave me a quote. I gave you a song. So <laughs> we're, you we're go. good. So going into, okay, a few months from Christmas, which is crazy, but going into the fall, you know, into the Christmas season and winter, what are some things you see coming or, or can you see anything coming? I mean, just what do you see? <clears throat> No, I, I keep, um, it's a great question. I keep telling the community we've got to look forward, not backward. So mm -hmm. we've got to continue to slowly reopen, uh, slowly provide opportunities. We are planning for a Christmas parade this year. We are Good. planning to decorate our community like we've never done before. And Very I think nice. it's it's been a tough year for us all. And we want to uh, really finish the year strong. 
So over the next few months, we actually have a lot of different things um, happening in the community. And, and you know, despite COVID, we're, we're wanting to try to provide those opportunities. We had to cancel the court day celebration this year. Right. And for those who don't know, that's our largest festival that brings in tens of thousands of people per sure. year to our community. Um, you know, it's huge for our economy. It's huge for our citizens. We, we it's the uh, Kentucky's oldest uh, continuous festival, right. and you know we we had to cancel that this year. So that that was tough, um, but that was the right thing to do during a pandemic. Sure. But the things we can do in our community, the little things, we need to try to provide those. And like you and I were talking about before we started uh, the podcast. Um, you know, trying some different things, different ways here in the church to bring people back and give them an opportunity to to get back to, we use that, you know, what normal used to be or our new normal. Um, because it's so important that, you know, if, if we are a community, we need to be together as a community. Sure. And we've got to provide those opportunities. So moving forward uh, through the end of the year here, that's uh, really our focus to provide opportunities for us to come together here in the community and really for Christmas, just finish the year strong and let's celebrate that we have, have you know, it's been a tough year, but let's celebrate that we are coming through a tough year together. Well, sure. I think Christmas may be better than ever. Yeah, you know, that's right. I'm a Christmas guy anyway. Love Christmas. <laughs> love the lights. Love all of that. And yes. I, I can see everybody coming together, decorate, and make it a big point to do and celebrate. We are. And uh, we've just ordered a brand new Christmas tree for our downtown oh, park and new decorations. And, you know, during, you know, some, some people may step back and say, well, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And that's right. We are. But I, I think it's important that we do that uh, sure. because we do. We, we need to we need to look forward, not back. We need to provide hope. And we've got to let people know that despite these tough times we face, we're still going to uh, to bring bring a, bring everyone together and provide a sense of community sure. for us all. I think one thing we've all learned through this is how important it is to connect with other people. You know, oh, you don't absolutely. realize that as much until it's gone, mm -hmm. you know, and then without that, um, it really makes you appreciate the friends we have, appreciate our community, great community. I've only lived here a year and a half, I guess, and just in my time here, mm -hmm. love it. Love the place, love the spirit of the people, love being around them, you know, love our church here mm -hmm. and things you learn from people. And without that, it really impacts your life. So right. I'm thankful. And, and even things like a Christmas tree can mm -hmm. go a long way That's and bring right. a little joy. And if, if we can spend a few dollars on something like that and mm -hmm. bring something good, and right now we need all the good we can get. We do. <laughs> so we do. I think it's good. So so how do you see, I know it's a ways off, but as you get into next year, um, what are some things you, you would like to see happen or say as we get into a new year, once 2020 is gone, we don't ever want to see it again. <laughs> One for the book. 21 right. is coming. Uh, just watch something you see as we move forward into another year right. through this. I know some things you can't foresee, of course, but sure. just in general, what was some stuff you'd like to see? Well, um, we have, I'm very proud of where we're at as a city, and we're very blessed and fortunate that we are able to provide good public services mm -hmm. for our residents here. And, you know, looking forward, one of the things that I've had to put on hold this year that we really wanted to be a little bit more aggressive with uh, was working on blighted and abandoned properties throughout the community. We've got such a beautiful community, but we've got a lot of blight. And, um, you know, with the COVID situation and the court systems being slower, you know, we've, we've tried to 
do a lot of legal work to, to push a lot of these blighted properties to master commissioner sales and then either let private investors buy those or the city. We've right. acquired um, four properties and looking at two others. Very good. But this coming year, what I really want to do is, you know, try to push that toward a finish line. Let's get these first properties acquired by the city, tear those down, and then let's look for opportunities to build back either, you know, through Habitat for Humanity or sell those properties so that someone else can build on them. But right, very good. Um, start cleaning up communities that have been neglected for way too long. I've got at least 30 to 40 abandoned properties just in our city limits alone and i'm 72 you know 7200 residents for the city of mount sterling but um you know that that has gone on far too long and uh, you know i'm just committed that we're going to fix that so sure. you know looking forward just continue uh infrastructure improvements sidewalks uh you mm -hmm. can see in our downtown area we're doing a lot around our pavilion mm -hmm. that's you know invest in areas where you're bringing people together sure so very wise um, that's that's been a lot of what we've been doing and we're going to continue to do that and um yeah we just you know i don't want to turn this political but i want to make this a community that people want to live work play and invest in sure. um, and i think we're seeing now a lot of people want a sense of mayberry they want sure. a smaller you know the, you are right <laughs> the big the big town sounds good and that's great it's always great to go live in a big town or whatever but when you can come back to a community and go to the store and see three or four people you know and stop mm -hmm. and have conversations or um you know one of the things my wife mentioned when she moved moved here that um that touched her so much and she grew up in georgia but how when we lose a member of our community the community comes together that everyone goes to the funeral home to pay their respects and you know reach out to families and ask how they can help and that's certainly the type of place i want to live in sure so we want to make sure that everything we do that's kind of our mission and our focus a, a sense of community how do we continue to bring people together sure so another cliche but there's unity and community and you know community community, <laughs> when, you, right. when you have that it really does make a community a lot better because right. you are close and i see that ann and i talk about our neighborhood we just walked through our neighborhood and we can't walk a mile and a half anymore without stopping three times sure. to talk to people and right. we love that you know and anything that keeps you from exercise i'm good no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but it really is nice and, and now town that we've been here a little bit mm -hmm. almost every store you go in you just enjoy your conversations and, sure. and even now more than ever you know it's funny because one thing we've noticed at first people didn't know how to respond to other people in the store you see people look away from me. They do I say hi? Do I right. not? Do I touch somebody? I can't hug them. I right. can't. So you would see that. But I think the last little bit, I think people are just so, okay, we're going to still be wise and social distance, but we're going to be, you know, you see people more eye contact again. Right. Yeah, I just noticed for a while the eye contact was even mm -hmm. gone because you didn't know how to respond. Right. And somebody said, uh, it's not social distance, it's social connection and physical distance. Right. And that's that's probably a better way to say it, you know, We, but it's good. And I mm -hmm. think that's very necessary. We've seen that in our community a lot is people coming back together. So I agree. I'm just going to add, like, if you could have one thing, we'll wrap this up here, but you just want to tell the folks of Mount Sterling or our city, that, you know, one thing you could say to them. What would you say to them as we look forward and getting through this and moving on to a, sure. a, a new way? Well, I say it all the time. Just don't lose faith and don't lose hope. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we live in it and don't, 
don't forget what a great community we live in. And, you know, although, you know, times are tough now, we, it's the turmoil we're seeing across the nation, how you know, divided we've come politically, um, you know, COVID, um, just the debt. I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, can keep you up at night. Sure. But let's not focus on that. Let's focus on what what we can to improve our communities and focus on the, the good that we have here and uh, the love that's in a community. You know, um, I say it all the time, love's the answer. You know, we, we t- face a tough, tough challenge, you know, let's approach it positively and with love for your neighbor. And that tends to get you through those tough times. So sure. to, to anyone listening, just let's stay positive and let's focus on the good and let's keep the faith. Mm-hmm. Very good. You know, my grandpa had a saying real simple. He said, do what you can while you can. Mm-hmm. You never know how long we got. You never know what opportunities we have to be around people. So just do what you can. Right. You know, and I think that's the big thing all of us right now. We don't know necessarily what to do big picture. Mm-hmm. Just do the simple things every day. Sure. If we do that, we're going to be okay. That was one of uh, Teddy Roosevelt's favorite sayings. Do what okay. you can with what you have where you're at. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, if you kind of take that to heart, you just improve the world around you. Sure. If you improve things around you every single day, then, you know, collectively, we're all doing that for our communities right. and each other. And, you know, that's going to go a long way. It's going to get us through these tough times. And keeping the faith sure well, i think personal responsibility is a big thing in life mm-hmm. you know I'll, I'll often say a little prayer and it's simply lord help me be what you want me to be uh, where you want me to be and be what i'm supposed to be when i'm there you right. know just it's it's one of those things wherever we are help us be what we're supposed to be mm-hmm. in that midst and if we do that we can really impact a lot of people sure. see, if we're all doing our part then the load gets lighter for everybody. That's right. And I, I would say this, I know we're short on time, but also just reach out to somebody every single day. Mm-hmm. If you just make it a point to say, I'm going to make someone else's life, life mm-hmm. today better. I'm going to give them a call. I'm going to bring them a meal. I'm going to say a simple thank you. I'm going to leave a little bit extra for a tip with a waitress. Right. I'm going to hold the door, you know, or I'm just going to call somebody and say, hey, I love you, and I've been thinking about you. Sure. Very important. You you don't know the impact that can have on somebody. You don't know what they're going through, their their personal struggles struggles or turmoils, and, you know, that could be something that, you know, makes someone else's day there. Sure. You're right. You know, something we've encouraged our church to do is we have a church directory. And we're encouraging everybody to make sure they're in it, for one. Mm-hmm. But also, we're encouraging everybody to pray through it once a week. But also, if you think of somebody you haven't seen, or maybe somebody might give them a call. Right. And I think in our community, we have a great community here. And maybe that's a challenge to everybody. You know, if there's somebody that, that comes to your mind, don't just let them get out of your mind until you maybe contact them. Right. That's a good way. We all do that. We'll be better. Right. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Well, Dave, thank you. It's uh, I've enjoyed sitting down yeah. with you. And uh, like I told you earlier, now you can tell everybody well, the mayor's been on. So there's no reason <laughs> you can't come on either. So. Everybody else can, can come right. on now. But we do appreciate your time. And <laughs> Thank you. And again, we're going to start airing these on Mondays at noon is, is when we air them. And this is our second one. We hope to do a few more as we go along and, and learn how to do this a little better each time. Uh, but thank you for your time. Thank you. Best of luck to yeah. you. And thank you so much for everything you're doing for our community. Oh, you're a bit glad to do it. And thank you for listening today. And hope you all have a great day.